Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello everyone, I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Um Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm really grateful for all your support, I really appreciate it. And in this one, we'll be speaking about conversational styles. Actually, my sister brought this up recently for me and I thought, I thought that was a really interesting topic. And so I thought I'd do a video on it. <clears throat> my sister's an INTJ and um, she believes that she has ADHD as well. She's kind of been like, I kind of, you know, hinted at it. You know, maybe you have it as well. Because, you know, all of the things that I saw in myself, some of it I saw in her as well. And she's been watching videos and she's like, oh my gosh, this is exactly me, right? Um, so I think, I mean, it's a lot of it is um, genetic. And I'm pretty sure my dad has it. Uh, or is ADHD. Has ADHD. Or is on the spectrum somehow. Um, and so I'm pretty sure me and my sister got it from him. Um, either way, we never knew about this until our 30s, late 30s. I'm almost 40 and I just found out about it. So it's insane. Um, and the reason also for it is, and I'll do another video on it, is that INMJs and ADHDs, like the, they have very, a lot of commonalities between them. So that's the reason why it's a bit confusing because I knew I was an INFJ, but then a lot of things that I am that are ADHD related I very much relate to being an INFJ as well. And so that's how it gets very confusing as well. You know, everything's so interconnected. But what I wanted to speak about today is conversational styles and how my sister was saying that I have a tendency and that I don't... I'm not the first one to volunteer information. Now, if you're an INFJ, you're like, uh, duh, of course, why would you... But it's very confusing to other people. <laughs> and this is something that I didn't realize. I assume people are fine. You know, mostly I assume that people are fine just speaking all the time and conversing in that one-way street kind of way. Because what happens with us, what happens with me a lot, is that I'll be sitting there, I'll meet a new person, and for some reason, as you know, INFJs are very trusted. Just randomly, you know, you meet a person and they trust you implicitly. They'll tell you all their life secrets. They might even give you your bank account numbers and be like, here, everything is yours. Uh, I'm not in that way, but you know, like they trust. Just INMJs are just trusted somehow. I don't know why. I don't know if it's our eyes or something about us. I have no idea. Uh, and so people trust us. 
and then they'll be sitting with me and they'll just be telling me all these stories about them and they're all the different terrible things going on with them and you know they'll just be chatting away for like an hour straight and in that moment in all that time I haven't said a single word they haven't asked and I haven't said right and a lot of my relationships ended up like that in the past I really tried now not to do that I don't want to be a sounding board for people I'm sick and tired of it I just it's too tiring it's exhausting and also I don't want to do it anymore and so I'm not going to sit there while the person just speaks at me now but in the past I did that a lot and so they just speak and speak and speak and they're telling me all these things and I'm listening and I'm like oh yes interesting go on or I might not even have to say go on they'll just go on on their own (laughs) And unless the person asks me, and this is what my sister says, unless I ask you to tell me what your experience about this particular matter is, you will not say a single word. I will not say a single word. And this is it. This is how we are. It might be environmental, like for our entire lives, we've been this person who just sits quietly in the corner and listens, never gets asked about anything, or we just... You know, we're, we don't trust people, we're very private, and so we keep a lot of things to our heart, close to our heart, and we don't share. Or we just don't trust people to, to keep our secrets or keep our, our knowledge or our stuff to themselves and uh, not use it against us in the future. There's many reasons for it, but in general, this is how it goes. They speak, we listen. We don't volunteer any information unless they ask, which happens is rarely. And my sister now knows that if she doesn't ask, she won't get any information from me because I just don't even think about it either. You know, that's partly also the ADHD talking because it's like, well, did you ask me? No, you didn't ask me. So why am I going to say anything about it? Right. Also, in my head, I'm, I know what my opinion on the matter is. Why would I tell you unless you ask for it? I know my opinion. You are telling me your opinion. I'm listening. If you wanted to know my opinion, you would ask it. You haven't. Why should I share voluntarily? It doesn't make any sense to me. So in general, of course, <laughs> it has to do with the fact that I don't know. You know. I don't know if they want to know. I don't know if they care to know. I don't know what they're going to do with that information. I'm afraid to share. Many different reasons for it. And so don't, I don't share. And what results in the fact is that it becomes a one-sided conversation, which is not a good thing. In a lot of cases, when you're in a relationship like that, in any kind of relationship. You want it to be a two-way street, right? Unfortunately, what happens within a lot of our relationships as INFJs, as a person with ADHD or on the spectrum, is that it becomes this one-sided relationship. Another video I'm gonna do in the future is about masking and how masking is one of the reasons why ADHD people and I believe INFJs attract narcissistic people. I'll do another video about that very, maybe next week. Either way, this is something that I want to share with you because I thought that it was really interesting that someone else might be looking at our conversational style and thinking, why is this person so closed off? Which is what happens to, a lot, to us a lot. Why does this person never share anything about themselves? You know, which happens to us a lot as well. I get this question a lot. I'm like, they're like, how do, these are non-INFJs. like, how do I get my INFJ to open up? How do I get them to tell me things about themselves? How do I get them to you know, answer my questions when I ask them instead of def- deflecting usually, which is what we end up doing as well as if we don't trust the person and we don't think that they're going to take our, th- our stuff seriously or if they're not going to take care of the stuff that we tell them, then we won't share. You know, we have to trust you before we start telling you all of these important details about ourselves 
or even non-important details. You know, it has to happen over time. It's just not gonna, we're not just gonna spill all of the juice right away. Um, and so, you know, these conversational styles, of course, everyone's gonna do it differently. You know, everyone has a different way of sharing their information. But with INFJs particularly, because we do not voluntarily share, if the person never asks, we never share. But then what happens in our head is we start becoming resentful over time, which is the problem here is because we never told them that you have to ask, otherwise I won't share. But when they don't ask because they don't know, we get resentful because they're like, we're like, oh, they just, they just want to talk about themselves all the time. They don't care about me. They don't know. They have no idea. Some of them are narcissistic, yes, and they don't know that, you know, they don't care. They actually do not care. They don't want to hear about anything that you have to say. They just want to talk themselves. But there are some people who want to know about you, but they don't know how to bring it out. They don't know that they should ask you direct questions about it. They don't know that you won't volunteer any information if asked a direct question, unless asked a direct question. And so now, as I said, my sister started doing it. She like messages me and she's like, okay, so I've given you my opinion on this. Now I want to hear your opinion on it. (laughs) And she's very direct about it. I'm like, oh, and then it clicks for me. She wants to hear about what I have to say and then I'm able to articulate it. Another thing I've noticed about myself, and I don't know if it's true for all of you as well, but I don't actually know. I know in my head what I think about a subject matter, but I don't know, know about it. You know what I'm saying? So in my head, it's very clear. But it's when someone asks me about it, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, what do I think about this? Interesting. I have to think about it. And in the process of articulating it, it becomes clearer to me what I think about it. Um, For example, recently someone was um, asking me about what I think about marriage as an institution and why so many people are obsessed with it. And, you know, in my head, it made very much sense. I know exactly what it is. But when they asked me about it, I had to articulate it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, this is what I think about it. This, 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 and that, and that. And I said it out loud in a voice note. And all of a sudden, it was very clear to me. So it's not only about, you know, sharing that information with the other person. It's also about clarifying things to yourself. We spend a lot of time in our head. And we never talk to anyone about a lot of the things that we think about. So we might think we know what our opinion is on the subject matter, but probably you don't until you articulate it out loud to someone else and you say it and they're like, oh, this is interesting. And you realize, yes, this is what I think about it. This is what I think about it. And, and so that's another positive advantage or like a very good thing that about sharing things with other people is not only you're not doing it for them alone, you're doing it for yourself as well. As I said, a lot of INFJs are confused in a lot of different ways, and it might partly be because we never share our opinions on things with other people, so we don't actually know, what do I think about this? But once you say it out loud, you will instantly be able to grasp it in your hands, and you'll be like, oh, this is what I think about this particular item. I thought I was clear in my head, it seemed clear in my head, but it was abstract in my head, and now it is clear as day, right? So I really do recommend that, you know, when someone is having a conversation with you, first of all, figure out what their conversational style is. Like, are they voluntarily giving you information without you asking? Try to make sure that you tell them, unless you ask me, I'm not going to tell you, so you have to ask me. Or hopefully they'll learn on their own, like my sister did. But it's very good if you can tell them this so that they know that they're supposed to ask questions, otherwise you won't volunteer information. And realize also that it's for you that you're doing this. You're telling all of this information, you're articulating it because it gives you clarity. 
And that clarity is immensely useful as an INFJ because we don't have a lot of clarity in a lot of different situations. And so it's useful for you as well. You're not just doing it for them, you're doing it for yourself. And so be a little bit selfish and do it. Just get over this fear that you have about sharing and share yourself with the other group. I hope this makes sense. I hope I was able to explain myself to you. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for the other two videos that I mentioned in this in this video. I will be doing them soon as well, next week and the week after. Again, I'm so grateful for your support. I really appreciate all of it. And please send me any comments or questions or stories you have to share. I will talk to you the next time around. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.